Husker Nation, Casey Thompson or no Casey Thompson? That is the question. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, I'm DP, Derek Houston, 92.7 The Ticket, Lincoln, America, right here in the Heartlands. Locked on Huskers. Thanks for making Locked on Huskers. Locked on Go Big Red, your first watch, listen, and share each and every single day. We appreciate the folks uh, from Locked on Sports for letting this happen so we can share this content and have a meeting place for Husker Nation as we talk about the things uh, going on uh, here in Lincoln from day to day. Lots going on here. I want to thank the folks from Bet Online. Um, the best props, odds, lines, all things available. Uh, bet online. This is where the game begins. And again, for this week, uh, senior night, senior day, 11 o'clock kickoff here in Lincoln. And the Huskers will be a 13 point underdog uh, to the Badgers. And the Badgers come in at five and five. Nebraska comes in at three and seven. And there's lots of thing questions to, to, still to be answered. But we got some answers and then more questions today as interim head coach Mickey Joseph had his press conference. Um, a few players spoke. Uh, Travis Vokalek talked. Garrett Nelson talked. Uh, Brock Bando talked, amongst others. Uh, but Mickey Joseph was the star of the show today, and he had lots to say. One, uh, we'd also like to to mirror and echo what Mickey Joseph said today, in that today we're all having the University of Virginia and its football program and its campus uh, in our thoughts and prayers as they go through a difficult time there in Charlottesville. Uh, my being a Virginia guy, uh, uh, born and born and raised, it resonates heavily. Uh, it's a heavy heart. We're all Wahoos today, um, praying for some healing, uh, some answers, and then some new direction um, for what happened there. But Mickey Joseph uh, brought up a few things. And the question of the day, of course, uh, was the status of Mickey uh your starting quarterback, Casey Thompson. And Mickey Joseph was was clear that, yes, Casey Thompson practiced today. He actually took reps today, threw the ball around a little bit, um, wasn't real sure. It's a day-to-day situation. Uh, he said he looked good, uh, but he actually got actual reps. Uh, there was more news in that Chubba Purdy's out. Not available. Not going to be available. So – in his mind, Logan Smothers is number one going into this week until Casey Thompson can step up and say, yes, uh, the job is mine. Give me the keys to the car. But the whole Chubba uh, Purdy thing, the injury, the high ankle sprain, that's uh, uh, severe enough that he's going to be out. And then to have Logan Smothers, who Mickey Joseph said, uh, look better today. Uh, he did talk about some missed opportunities. Uh, against Michigan and Ann Arbor on Saturday that there's some missed opportunities. Some uh, Trey Palmer was open uh, down the seam for a touchdown and Logan missed him. Said he looked right at him and just didn't, didn't make the throw um, or didn't see it as clearly as he could have, um, but that he's had a better week and that he feels good and comfortable about it. Now, as reporters do, and as the, 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 the Husker nation fanatics uh are prone to do, they dove deeper into the quarterback room. If Casey's not available, Purdy is not available, and Smothers is their starter, who's QB2? Who is QB2? And of the names 
that were in play. And of course, names that were you know, thrown into the conversation. Uh, <laughs> you know, Harburg is a name that, you know, it resonates here in Utah. And so people have had the big gunslinger on, on their sites and wondering when he would make a presence. Uh, uh, Mark Masker, who uh, was a, a, a prominent backup, um, a person of note. Uh, but what Mickey Joseph said was QB number two, as they currently stand, is Jared Sinek. And people's eyes kind of popped and said, oh, well, who's number three? <laughs> Torres is three. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting things in play. Uh, Mickey Joseph said that when it came to Sinek, that he's more athletic and that if you're going to get into that sort of depth, at the quarterback position in a big rivalry game against a, a top 10 defense that you need somebody a little more athletic who can move around, make plays with their, with their feet, uh, can make throws on the run. And he thought um, that from the reps that were taken and Senek is actually, he's actually taken reps. Uh, he took reps today uh, to prepare to, in case he's needed and necessary on Saturday. And, the room was thrown off a little by that information. Now, yes, Casey Thompson is vital. He's the most valuable Husker. He's the most important Husker. Uh, we know that now. We, we've talked about this throughout the course of the season. We knew in the preseason ramblings that Casey Thompson added some things to this offense that Nebraska hadn't had. And with his injury, the offense has struggled mightily struggled. So truth be told, if Casey Thompson can take the field and take snaps, even at 80 or 90%, he gives this Husker team a better option at quarterback than the guys behind him. Now, I don't know what the magical percentage is. On one, his health. How healthy does he have to be to take the snaps against Wisconsin. How healthy does he have to be? Is it 60%? Is it 70%? Does he need to be able to make 75% of the throws, 80% of the throws? And also remember that against this Wisconsin defense, he's going to have to be mobile. He's going to have to move around. He cannot be a stationary pocket passer against that defense. It just won't work. They've got too many guys that like to turn the corner and get on the edge and make things difficult for a quarterback. There will be step-up space for Casey Thompson or Logan's mothers. So as we talk about these the, the, the quarterback position, we have to know two things. One, the, the weather's going to be cold. So if you don't have all the feeling in your fingers as a quarterback, it's going to be difficult for you to, to, to execute. The other part of this thing is whoever's at quarterback is going to have to be mobile. They're going to have to make plays on the run. They're going to have to tuck it and go and move the chains with their feet. And we don't know. We just don't know whether that's Casey Thompson, who will give himself some more opportunities with his ability to throw if he can throw. Is he at 70%? Is he at 80%? Is 80% where he, he gets the ball? Is 90% required? Uh, but Mickey Joseph was clear and adamant today that if he was not healthy, he was not healthy enough to be effective, that he would shut him down for another week and see if they can get him ready for Iowa. But we'll find out as it is day to day uh, on the status of Casey Thompson 
and this offensive uh, situation here in Lincoln. Uh, we'll throw it to break. Again, thanking the folks from Bet Online uh, for what they do. Uh, 13 points as the favorite. Um, Purdue is a 17 and a half point favorite over Northwestern. Uh, North, uh, Michigan State, 13 and a half over, over Indiana. It's going to be an interesting week. I love when the numbers are weird and wacky in the Big Ten Conference. We'll talk about more about the expectations, uh, guys who are going to play and not going to play, and then folks who are returning to this Huskers team as they head uh, into this game against this Welcome back, DP, Locked On Huskers, Locked On Sports Network. Do me the favor, if you would, please, 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 please subscribe, like, follow. Go on Twitter and, and find find at Derek Pearson. It's just my name. Uh, but go to YouTube, uh, go to Amazon, go to wherever you consume your, your podcast and follow and subscribe to make sure that we you get this content as soon as it's available. Uh, again, some days we'll bring two podcast episodes to you because we love you that much and we have that much to talk about. Uh, we'll bring you some Locked On Now, some Locked On Today when there's breaking news or we're in the building and get some news for you. Again, the news today uh, was pretty simple in what we were asking for. Uh, the status, health, uh, and for, forward future, immediate future for Casey Thompson uh, Saturday against Wisconsin. Now, there are other player, players involved. Miles Farmer is back. He's back. He's, he served his one game. Mickey, uh, Mickey Joseph said that he, he felt really comfortable uh, and, and, and Miles being back, he'll be back there manning the defense. And after a week where there was some defensive success, uh, the Huskers did some things well against a talented Michigan team. Wasn't enough, but I'm not sure that we weren't asking too much of them anyway. Same thing applies against a Wisconsin team. That is a run-first team at its core and at its heart. You have two runners. Now, understand that Allen is unique and special and authentically a number one running back in the Big Ten Conference. He's just that good. He's unique. Uh, he's, he's, he's powerful. He gets behind his pads. Um, he shows patience for, for, for a 19-year-old, 18, 19-year-old young man. That sort of athletic arrogance to be patient behind this big physical Wisconsin line and allow them to make blocks for him. He doesn't rush. He doesn't panic. Uh, he doesn't necessarily just dive into the pile and, and, and try to push it. He's pretty. He, he's patient about what he does. Great eyes. Great eyes and exceptional feet. The physical gifts of, of, of Mr. Allen are simple in that as a runner, he uses whatever skill is needed for that particular play and concept if he needs to stretch and get get to the edge uh he, he look he widens he lengthens his stride uh he gets a stiff arm ready and if you come to him and won't run through him he will stiff arm you and shut you down and embarrass you but if you're between the tackles he, he he's waiting for the hips of of alignment to show him which way to go once he gets he sees a large rump in front of him pointing in a direction he cuts off of it and gets vertical. And, and, and here's the thing for Nebraska. They've had some defensive success 
in filling gap and 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 their run stops, but they've also had situations where they needed to get off the field by making a tackle at point of impact and didn't do it. One of my coaching axioms that I use all the time, commitment to execution. Everybody wants to execute early in the game. Everybody wants to execute until they're punched in the jaw. Everybody wants to execute until there is resistance. And Braden Allen is going to bring resistance to the front seven of, of Nebraska's defense. Luke Rimers, you're gonna have you're gonna have to have a full lunch before you take the field at eleven o'clock because meeting Allen in the hole, you can't expect that Houseman and Kolarvik are going to consistently, constantly be the point of no return. That they become the place where forward progress ends. But it's absolutely necessary for this Nebraska team to have defensive success against Wisconsin on Saturday. Wisconsin wants to run the ball. They want their long, athletic, physical, grunt work offensive line to get into rhythm by putting their hands on Nebraska's uh, front front three, front four. They want this aggressive, physical offensive line to get comfortable getting their hands on Nebraska's defense and moving them, changing the line of scrimmage. Nebraska has a huge task at hand. This game, Mickey Joseph said today that this will be a game that's played in the phone booth. This is not LSU. This is not Ohio State. They're not going to try to beat you and spread the whole field from sideline to sideline. They're going to play between the numbers, between the hash, and they're just going to fatten their neck and balance their back and get their legs under them and simply try to outman you at point of impact and and the line of scrimmage. Sounds familiar because it's been consistent this year. Nebraska defensively against the run against Michigan probably worked at 45% efficiency where they got the desired result, which was resistance at the line of scrimmage and then a play being made immediately after that. There's another 30% or so where point of at the point of attack they did well but they didn't finish and they didn't get the runner to the quorum and, and Michigan didn't get put to the ground for 30% of the, uh, of the run plays. They didn't get put on the ground in, in the box in that five yard range where, you know, the difference between second and eight and second and five could help Nebraska get off the field. That really is how the game is going to be played out. And you can mark and circle it. How many yards after contact do, do, does, does, Brayden Allen get. He's a powerhouse. Yeah, he's got speed, but he's powerhouse. And if Nebraska's front front group can't get him to the ground within at, at the moment of contact, then it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. Why? Because then it's going to allow those front seven to be worn down. They won't get pressure on 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 Graham Merch. They won't get pressure on on uh, on the receivers and. It's going to cause a problem. Mertz will be able to throw the ball around and make some big plays offensively. Now we're not; nobody's afraid of Wisconsin's receivers. They're good. They're talented. But if I'm going to get beat on Saturday, just me, my opinion. If I'm going to get beat on Saturday, it's not going to be Brayden Allen. I'm going to make Mertz beat me throwing the football into the secondary where we feel like we have some matchup advantages. 
And the best way to do that, the best way to shatter Graham Mertz and to get him off his game is to pressure the quarterback. And I don't just mean off the edge. I don't, I'm not talking about Garrett Nelson looping and 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 <laughs> getting pressure always from behind. There has to be internal pressure. There has to be pressure up the middle. There has to be pressure in the passing lanes. Make Graham Mertz throw through dirty windows. Get hands up in that space and bat some balls down. Push. They need to bull rush. No point of being cute. But the interior linemen can't go belly to belly with these Wisconsin linemen because they have the length advantage. Longer arms, longer legs. They're going to have to be stronger. They're going to have to be more physical. They're going to have to get into their bodies and move them back into the space that Graham Mertz is is comfortable. And when Mertz is uncomfortable, he's not very good. When he has to look down at people at his feet, oh, my goodness gracious. Uncomfortable movement. He starts to throw off the wrong foot. Uh, He changes his, his, his release point. And bad things happen for Wisconsin offensively. Just look at the tape against Iowa. Yes, Garrett Nelson being able and O'Shawn Mathis being able to get pressure off the edge could cause some turnovers because it did. He doesn't. He doesn't. His ball management is not exceptional. But in order for Nebraska to be successful, there has to be pressure up the middle. You got to bring an extra extra defender, maybe move Caleb Tanner around. They like to move O'Shawn Mathis to the middle of the field to get pressure up the middle. But the, he has to be in the face of Graham Mertz just to get his hands in space and make him change his release point and make him uncomfortable. There are ways for this to go well. We'll talk more about that when we come back uh, to Lockdown. <laughs> Final segment, DP, Locked On Huskers, Locked On Go Big Red. And that's the chant on a senior day where there will be, I believe there's 12 seniors who will make that final walk into Memorial Stadium. Uh, Some of the names you know and the leadership, uh, there'll be some folks who uh, may not return, who may have some extra eligibility but won't return that that will decide to make the walk. There's some be some folks who make the walk who actually come back and play next year. But it's a big day. It's an emotional day uh, for the families of these young men. It's an emotional day for the fans, a final chance to say farewell farewell, and thank you to these Husker athletes. There's uh, one seven-year player. There's a couple of six-year players, um, folks who have been here and made Lincoln a part of their home and made the fan base a part of their family. They've been accepted in this space. They haven't gotten the results that they want, but they have one more opportunity, one more opportunity to leave Memorial Stadium as Kings, to, to, to accomplish a thing and get a win against a, pro, a, a program that you haven't beaten in eight, eight tries. The winning streak uh, that Wisconsin has, it, it has to, there has to be a way. And this is not, again, the, your typical Wisconsin team. This is a five and five Wisconsin team with a new coach, an interim head coach themselves trying to find their footing, trying to find their legs. And, yes, they're talented at certain positions. But I don't think anybody in Nebraska is afraid of Wisconsin this year. There's a different level of, of, of opportunity here. Senior day is important because it is an acknowledgement of accomplishments and commitments and loyalty. That's what senior day is about. It is a loud, proud thank you 
to these 12 seniors for what they've gone through and what they've been through. And let me tell you, this group of seniors has been through it with the pandemic and the change in NIL and the change of coaching staff, uh, fans being present and fans not being present. Change in how they do business, change in their life, change in how they were uh, getting meals, change in how they studied, change in how they were living in the space that they were in. It will be a very important day, an emotional day at Memorial Stadium. Senior day is important. They're all remembered. Fan base, show up. Be loud and proud for those seniors. Be loud and proud for this roster. Be loud and proud as they go and give it one more try. The mission is simple. Through all the distraction, through all the other conversation that's going on, who's coming, who's going, who might come, who might go, who might be leaving, who might be staying. The real focus, the real purpose, the real mission is simple. Go one and know. That's it. Go one and know. Beat Wisconsin. And then we can talk about everything else after that. We'll finish this episode of Locked on Huskers. Locked on Go Big Red with those three words that we love so much and have so much meaning in this space. Go Big Red.